0: Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, we're going to continue on uh, reasons for failure in life. Reasons for failure in life, in business, in relationships. Yes, even in relationships, these all apply, which... Um, Let me just say this in the beginning, because this will probably be worth the price of admission. Just following today's episode, short little episode on planning, will help you with your relationships. I can't believe that so many people spend six months a year planning a, a wedding day, a wedding ceremony, a wedding celebration day. And they don't plan for a 20, 30-year relationship after that. It blows my mind. Talk about being so idiotic. But that is the way our culture is. And people would rather get all their information off of TV and follow culture instead of what works out there. So this is something to think about, too. That, you know, with your business, with your training, with your weight loss, you can apply these principles to any area of life. So what the part two, the second reason for uh, failure is not having a plan. Second reason for failure is not having a plan. We, the first reason we went over last podcast was not getting started. And now the next one is not having a plan. And that does, that doesn't just mean an athletic training program. That means, you know, looking all through Um, the information you have, and where you want to go, and putting together a plan. Now, let's get to details. Um, How do you put together a plan? Well, one, you gotta know your goal. If your goal is, you know, to have a great, powerful marriage, well, the problem is the other person has to plan with you. So that can sometimes be a problem. Same with business. You have to have everyone on the same um, playing field. You have to have everyone on the same page. So how do you do that? You define your goal. You have to know your goal. And you can brainstorm. You can write it down. A lot of people are afraid to write down a goal like, I want to lose 100 pounds. Um, I want to have this house paid off in seven years. Um, I want three kids and two cars in the garage. You know, those things are okay to write down because you're going to what we're going to do is once we have your goal or your destination we're going to reverse engineer we're going to back up and find out how to get there now you have to always know your why too what is your why w h y so this is the second part define your goal get your goal but know your why why are you motivated if you're motivated purely at a selfish means I guarantee you're going to fail because a plan never works that doesn't include help from the outside. Just so you know, that's another part of putting together a plan is to get help from the outside. So if you're motivated just to fulfill your needs financially, physically, mentally, emotionally, well, guess what? Those usually fail pretty hard. So Make sure that your why is a strong enough why. Um, another thing about your why is some people's why is terrible. It just really sucks. You know, people are like, oh, I want to lose 50 pounds to look good in a wedding dress. I'm like, what? That's silly. That's not strong enough. How about I want to lose 50 pounds so I can get down on the floor and play with my grandkids 10 years from now? I want to lose 50 pounds so I'm alive through a pandemic. Um I want to lose 50 pounds so I can move better and be a better friend, a better neighbor, a better spouse, a better lover, a uh, better scholar, whatever it would be. You know, that is what you should be thinking on it. Your why has to be powerful. And if your why is not powerful, it will not motivate you enough. Oh, you know, well, I want to, you know, put 10 pounds on my bench press. That's not powerful. How about I want to win the state championship, okay? Um, I want to be able to work with pregnant women and uh, help them in a very conservative, um, loving, holistic way, life-affirming way, bring kids in. That's a great why for my wife who went was thinking about being a doula, and I'm like, no, you can become a midwife let's let's your why is so strong i bet you to pull you through two and a half three years of school and it did and she's licensed now so your why has to be powerful your why has to get you up in the morning what motivates you to get you up in the morning okay so again find your goal figure out your why why you're doing this then be flexible in your planning how How are you flexible when you're planning? Nothing is going to go as you write down your plan. It never does. It's called life. Sometimes it rains. So you have to be flexible. It's like, okay, um I have to miss I have to miss working out for this week. You know, maybe I can find the hotel where my business is sending me, my employment is sending me, and I can find some gyms there. Um, something came up. And I really can't go to school full time. Well, can you go part-time? Can you take one class just so you matriculate it and you continue on your program? And then you have to have, and this, this is different than your why, a vision statement. Now I've seen vision statements and sometimes they are so cheesy. Some of the some of these uh concepts I'm talking about now can be so cheesy. People will work more on their vision statement than they will on the process that they have to do day in, day out. What a vision statement is, is basically, what is it going to look like when I get to my goal? So your vision and your goal are married. They're intertwined. They're interconnected. They're interrelated. So work on your vision statement. This is what I want my house to look like. This is what I want my relationship to look like. This is what I want my body to look like. Um, When I'm working with bodybuilders or if I'm just working with an average person, I have them go out there and find a picture, say they, they want some changes to their physical body. Okay, what is that going to look like? Pick someone out there that you want to emulate. That's a good way to just start seeing where the changes you want to go. And then you continue to look at those. As I talked about a few minutes ago, you can't have a selfish why. Because you have to start reaching out to other people. You have to use experts. You have to use people that are, have already reached the goals you've are, you want. And you have to hang out with those people. Um, my uh, grandma used to say, Fred... If you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. Now, what she was trying to explain, as I did in a few podcasts, the group of people you hang around the most is who's going to influence you. Um, I've seen studies out there that that you are an average. You are an average of the five people you spend the most time with in your life. Now, if you're spending your time with people that bring you down frustrate you don't push you to be the best person you can be get new friends get new family Fred you just didn't say that well yeah I'm a little tongue-in-cheek what you have to do is look and I, I would say examine these relationships and see if they were serving you if they're not serving you then you have to spend minor time with these people Spend major time with major people that can affect your character and minor time with minor people. Now, that doesn't mean they're not, you know, God's creation and, you know, they're minor, lesser than you. No, no, no. I'm talking about influencers. We all know we all have that Uncle Buck who drinks too much and puts a lampshade on his head and is a negative Nelly, is a pessimist. Do you really want to spend the majority of your time with them? You can love them to death, but love them from afar. Send them cards. Pray for them. But don't spend the majority of your valuable time. The most important thing you have in life is time. And that may mean a rearranging of what your house looks like, your daily life, who you hang out with. Well, Fred, I don't have that many positive people. Go find them. Hang out with the winners. You will find out that if you hang out with these people, you start you start learning some of these characteristics. Their positive, good character rubs off, off on you. The next thing is understand your environment. Okay? So understand your environment. Is it possible to go back to school? You know, when Belinda was trying to look at going back to school, we figured out a way to do it. But, you know, it was bending over backwards, whatever. Figure out your environment. Is it possible? If you live in the middle of nowhere and there's no gyms around and you want to become a super successful weightlifter, a bodybuilder, a powerlifter, it's not going to happen. Even if you build your own home gym, you need training partners, you need safety equipment. So you have to know your environment. That's not to say you can't create your environment. It's called moving it's called a geographical change. And you, f- you go to those places that can make you more successful. I do a lot of uh, consulting with um, other business owners and doctors. And sometimes these doctors are painted themselves into a corner because they're in a small town and there's no room for growth. I've already seen everybody in my small town of a thousand. Well, then you're going to have to move. If your goals are to have the big mansion on the hill, which is a fine goal, and that costs money, you're going to have to go to a place where the demographics support large amounts of business in volume. If you're okay at your current financial level, that's fine. Stay there. You know, it's beautiful. But that's one thing you have to think about. Don't be frustrated. Move. Now, that sounds pretty harsh, but a lot of people are afraid of that change. And I was like, well, then you have to have different goals then. You can't have unrealistic goals because of your environment. So put yourself in the environment, in the economy, in the market that works. And the next thing is you define, you figure out your action steps you need every day to take, and then you deploy them. You take action. You start moving. That's why they call them action steps. Start moving forward on your plan. And guess what? If you fall on your face, or this doesn't work, or that didn't work, then you get some help. You talk to your coaches, you talk to all these successful people, get some advice, and change. The most successful people I know in all spheres from professionals, scientists, doctors, lawyers, you know, financial people, um, clergy. People that are the happiest and most successful in life, parenting, you know, they figure things out. I know I've read every book on parenting I could get a hold of. And then when I became a step-parent, I actually bought two or three step-parenting books and read. And then I went and talked to people that had been step-parents. And, of course, three or four of them, three out of four, excuse me, 75% of them said it was impossible, it was hard. So guess what I did? Not take their advice. I I took the advice of the 25%, the one out of four I talked to, that said, you have to do this, this, this. You have to spend time with them. You have to be ready to not take credit for anything you're doing, and it will come back. And now I have teenagers, and it has come back. They were right. I'm glad I listened to the optimists and the person who put in the work and not the pessimists. You got to put in the work. And if you're not putting in the work every day, then you're not going to be successful as a parent. Or step parent. Something to think about. And then always remember to look back at your vision and your goals. This is the last thing I want to talk about. What are, you, what are you talking about, Fred? Well, if you're a ship at sea, they use GPS now. But in the old days, they used compass. And they were constantly checking the compass. Because if you're trying to head from England to New York City... And you get off one or two degrees. After you travel a couple thousand miles, you end up in Boston or in Florida. Just like a rocket that's sent up in the air. If it's off one or two degrees to the right, to the left, east or west, north or south, it's going to be totally off target. So constantly take time to go back. Am I doing those things that are going to move me forward? Here's the biggest question that some people don't ask every day, but you should ask yourself every day, is this action going to move me forward in life and help me reach my goal? So if you have a bunch of friends said, hey, come on out for pizza, and you're training for the Mr. Minnesota bodybuilding show, the answer is no. Or it's like, yes, I'd like to come out with you. I'm gonna have a Diet Coke and your pre-cooked meal and Tupperware and you go there and you eat. I know many people who have uh, done that many times. I, you know, I know my wife with um, some of her upcoming uh, goals that will be doing that. So you really have to look. And so a lot of people said, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's an easy answer. Does it move you forward to your goals or your vision of your life? And if you don't have a vision written down, Or your goals written down, then go do it. And revisit those goals and those visions at least monthly. And if you're too busy, do it monthly, twice a year. Are the things I'm doing moving me forward? Well, I signed up for the PTA and the booster club and this, but is that getting you to where you want to go? Yes or no? Sometimes we just become hamsters in a wheel, running and running and running and getting nowhere. And that's because our actions we take, the behaviors we do, the things we sign up for, or are voluntold or volunteered for, do not move us closer to our goals. Life is easy once you define what you want your life to look like. And yes, you should do that. If you don't know what direction you want to go, then you have to write it down. You have to pick. If you want to drive to Baltimore, I know which direction it is. But if you wanted to drive to Baltimore, you wouldn't get out in your car and just start driving around Minneapolis and St. Paul. You would either put it in your GPS or that paper thing called a map and get a map out and head east. That's the only way to go there. You have to have a direction. And that direction takes you towards your goals. Discipline and what you do every day takes you towards your goals and if it's not it's all right cut it change it modify it minimize it like I said make it a minor time and it's okay to have a little hobby on the side or a little dead time if you want to sit on the couch you want net, watch a Netflix show but you don't want to sit there for eight hours on a Saturday because you have nothing to do there be, should be no reason for people that want to have a successful life A successful marriage, a successful relationship, a successful business, people that want to be happy, joyful, and passionate to not have a goal and a vision. It just doesn't happen that way. It has to be determined. It has to be written down. And this has been another fact podcast.